This podcast is sponsored by MPB. MPB is the largest global platform to buy, sell, and trade used photography and videography equipment. It is a fantastic platform, which you can find yourself some DSLR cameras, some drones, some action cameras, whatever you need to go and be creative, MPB will have it there just for you. I've used it myself. I've got a Canon R5 and a 100 to 500 millimeter lens, and it was absolutely amazing. And on average, people that buy from MPB will be spending nearly a third less than if they were to buy new. So for me, it makes sense. Get yourself over to MPB. All right, everyone, how are we all doing? Welcome along back to the Animal Anomalies podcast with your host, the devilishly good-looking host, I Am Wildlife with Cookie. Over to my left, we have... Even better looking. <laughs> Quality. Yeah, and then over to the best looking Rachel. Right, today we've got interesting things. Um, but I wanted to know from you two. You been up to anything interesting or no? I just been for a swim. What go then? Tell us about your swim. What's your swim? For a- how many lengths? Only 20 today. 20, that's half a kilometre, 500 metres. It's good effort. Nolly. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Breaststroke? Yeah. Cool. I had to go in the medium lane though, so it's a bit too fast. Wow, that's an upgrade. Normally in the slow lane, isn't it, Rach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did start off with the slow, did one and a half lengths and thought, this is actually too slow for me today. <clears throat> was it all like the old people in the slow lane again? It or? was, yeah. Yeah, it's not about that, is it? <laughs> Don't want that, it's too slow. No. You been up to much, mate? Not really. Nothing exciting since Madeira. Like, I don't think anything I'm going to do is going to beat that. I was going to say, like, the, the gap between three and four was quite interesting because we'd all mm. done something that we yeah. could contribute to the podcast, whereas I feel like the gap between four and... Well, no, hold on. Yeah, four and four, five yeah. is a bit rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, not, not exactly. We haven't, we've not really done a lot, have we? Well, what about you? you yeah, if you don't... Put me on the spot, is it? Um, well, I've been... I was looking down uh, in the local nature reserve that we have mm. for some munt jack deer, which nice. is a non-native species. Uh, really cute little things, isn't it? Mm, no, proper, yeah, they are. proper cute little mm. things. Did I find any? Have a guess? No. No. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't find any. That's I'm really sad. What's going on down there at the moment, though? Yeah, because they're putting mountain bike tracks in there and all sorts. Oh, like, yeah, they've not like done much for nature down there. They're taking no. it all away and putting like dirt tracks in there. Well, they were the deer up at that part. I thought they were down in like the actual birdie bit. So it's just the disruption, though. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, true. Scared off. They can be everywhere. Um, it's not very interesting down there anyway, like in terms of wildlife and what what you can actually see animal wise. Mm. But muntjac is probably the most interesting thing. Yeah. And well, a snake actually, grass snakes are there. Snake. Yeah, a little hard to find, snake. Though. Yeah, they are hard to find. Um, what else have we got down there? It's not really interesting. Foxes, badgers, supposedly but otters, but supposedly otters. Them. No, never seen one down there. I've seen a kingfisher. Green woodpeckers, they're pretty interesting. We did a little bit last year, remember, before I went to Australia? Yeah, I was extremely hungover for that video. <laughs> it was great. It was a good one, though, wasn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, it's 13 minutes straight of bullying me. That's literally what that video was. It's just content. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's content for me. Um, but it was really good. Green woodpeckers, fantastic animal. Absolutely love them. They are lovely. You like a green woodpecker, Rich? I think I've only ever seen one. Uh, yeah, they're good, don't they? Yes, you see them? It's all right. Yeah, proper wicked looking animal. Um, also, I've been training. Hey guys, if you're enjoying. Whoops. Guys, if you like the Wild Times, check us out on Patreon. We put out four extra podcasts per month. That's one commute a week that you're just going to be laughing and learning the whole time in the car. I don't know. Hey, do something else. This is the late night content. The stuff that we, we can't show on, on YouTube because they'll kick us off YouTube. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. <laughs> Uncensored, raw dog. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. Check it out. Link right here. Kids, I've been training. For what? What you've been training for? Thank you for asking. Yeah. I've been training for a marathon. Big up. Is that what you're not saying anything about that? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I sat back like all proud on that, and you just looked at me. How Come you on, no, yeah. I'm training for a marathon. Woo! Oh my god, amazing! Yeah, right. I thought so. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. How's it going? Did you say? Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you asked. So I've been training now for five weeks, and I'm injured. So I've had to stop. Oh, I've had to what stop. Have you done? I've pulled my groin. Uh, so that's not. This will be the furthest you've ever run, won't it? By a long way. What's the uh, second? Yeah. What was your best so far? Ah. Uh, uh, so 
In 2015, mm. I did the Birmingham half marathon. And how did nice. that end up? In hospital. Ow. Kidney failure. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't have a good time, mate, to be honest. So basically, um, I didn't train for this half marathon. Mm. I thought it'd be sound. I was a bit lighter than what I am now. And I sort of rocked up. Loads of people. It was a wicked time running around Birmingham and that. And I was running my way through. Got about 10 miles in. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is painful. So I had to stop and walk for the next mile. And obviously, because you're coming towards the finish line, 13.1 miles, at that point, there's crowd build-up. So like, loads of people cheering and that. And I thought, oh, I'm like in a race here. I felt like Mo Farah. So I got faster and faster and faster towards yeah. the end. And then just my body just gave up. Just just for what have you done that to me for? So it, it, on the next day, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Awful. Like later on that day, after I completed it, it was... I was in pain mm. and my body was so stiff and sore. Like, bear in mind, I'd done this run and I've, the furthest I'd ran before then was six miles um, yeah. so three years it. prior. Okay, yeah. Nice. So, like, I did no training whatsoever. I just turned up and ran it, right? I did it in, like, two hours and 28 minutes or something like that. So not fast either. Mm. And um, it was, I just, it's just a shambles. So for the next two weeks, I was in recovery. I was in, I had, like, in the hospital on an ECG and all that. And they were monitoring me and my, my muscle enzyme level or something. Yeah. Um, the doctor told me at the time. It was like my muscle enzymes was at a stupidly high level or something like that. I can't remember, so don't jump on my back. But it was, something was going wrong and my kidneys were packing up. So they said, you're going to have to stay here for a bit while we monitor you. And yeah, I was in the hospital for a bit. And then luckily or thankfully, everything started like coming back to normal. Yeah. My body like basically just told me off. Was like, don't do that again. So you've decided to go do a full on marathon after that. Yeah, but I am training this time. So like I say, five weeks in, and I've just pulled my groin, but it's all right. I'm how, swimming. How, how far are you doing for your training? Now? So what I've started to do, yeah, is like I've started to. We've started with a long run and a short run, and I play sport at the weekend. So okay. we're, we're building it up slowly, and the long run has gone from like forty five minutes now to like an hour and ten minutes. But how far are you going? About five miles, six miles, but. The marathon's in November in yeah. New Zealand, which, interesting, because New Zealand's beautiful. And we're doing it in Queenstown, so it should be quite nice. It's a nice gorgeous like area, mountain man. Mountain backdrop. And yeah, you've been there, isn't it, Rach? Mm, yeah, it's nice. I wouldn't want to do a marathon around it, mine, but... Why? I'd walk around it. Yeah? I'm, no marathons now? I'm not running. No, nah, but I'm well excited, mate. It was one of those, like, in January, like the first couple of days of January after New Year's, and you know when you're just all a bit like in your bed thinking, what am I doing in my life? And, oh, just, what's going on? And then I thought, I'm going to run a marathon. In New Zealand? Yeah. And then I was like, well, we're going to New Zealand this year, so makes sense. Just mm. get out there and do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And that leads us on to Rachel. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a segment here, haven't we, Rach? We have. Segway in. We're moving over because I'm going to run a marathon. And obviously it's mad impressive, 26 miles and 0.2 and all that. Right. Yeah. We're going to learn now about some animals that cover stupidly big distances, aren't we, Rachel? Well, hopefully, anyway. Well, yeah. I could smash you in a marathon. Nothing will smash me in a marathon, comparatively. Rachel, take over, please. So, we're going to start off with a hummingbird. I okay. Yeah, thanks for that. No stories. So, I feel like this is quite well known anyway, that hummingbirds are fast, at least. Oh, yeah, they fly, speedy, they yeah. fly quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, so they can cover 500 miles in one flight. A hummingbird? Yeah. What? Damn. That is... So... I mean... Go on. I swear they need to, like, feed constantly, though. No, no. But wouldn't they do that on the wing? So... Well, she's going for more. Go. They weigh, they weigh three grams. That's tiny. Um, That's and they go from Mexico to Canada. They go then, from Mexico to Canada? And then yeah. back again. So in Canada, they eat double their mass in food. Mm. Wow, them. six grams. Yeah. That's Quick crazy, that. I think I could do that. You know, six That's grams. Six food. grams is a lot of food. <laughs> but they, yeah, so they eat double their mass in Canada... Um, really bulk themselves up, make themselves proper chunky little yeah. things. Well, chunky you could be for that. three grams. Yeah. Um, and then they fly back to Canada. No, back to Mexico, Mexico yeah. on a twenty-hour journey. Jesus! In, in one, one go. go. 
Oh my god! Miles in twenty hours is good. For That's incredible. Yeah. They don't stop for food or water at all because they have it all in their body from all of their foods. And they just they basically just store it up and then think right I'm off. Yeah. And that's it. One big long journey straight yeah. down the south. Because I, I thought yeah because like their high metabolism and everything because of how fast they'd have to in their wings. Mm. Keep eating. It was like every like few minutes really. Yeah. To feed on something. Yeah, because doesn't the heartbeat go at like thousand feet a second or something? It's stupid, yeah. isn't it? But like, um, that I think I had no idea about no, that. That's that. amazing to think about, really, isn't it? Yeah, like bird that size. Yeah, because it. Mm. I mean, we are talking like that big, like a few a few inches. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's very oh, small. Yeah. Like you've seen something in Costa Rica, haven't you? Yeah, I've seen a bunch. Like even I think I can't remember. We saw like the biggest one in Costa Rica. Yeah. And even that was still tiny bird, like no bigger than a robin, really. And you can you imagine that flying across the United States? Yeah, but imagine a bird that size, like even if it's one of the smaller species as well, like so literally like a few centimeters. Imagine how far five hundred miles feels for that. Honestly, like a marathon now to me doesn't seem like yeah. that yeah. Like yeah. a lot. Do you know what I mean? They've actually outdone you. It's not maybe, impressive, maybe is it? You should run from Mexico to Canada. I did that like Forrest Gump it and that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's just uh, uh, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> you know when you get you've seen it, haven't you? No. Oh, you know you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it gets to, he gets to the point where he thinks don't want to do this anymore, and he goes he, he turns around like ten laps of America. Yeah, he turns around. And he's like, I think I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> and just goes home. Yeah, and he's like, that's it, done. Forrest Gump, goated movie. Anyway, go on. That's amazing about the hummingbird. So What's the next one you got, Rich? On that one actually, because I thought you would already know that. No. Nope. So my next one is a humpback whale. And okay. So you know that they cover big distance. So they cover more than 13,000 miles a year. That's crazy. That's more than my car does. <laughs> that is, that's genuinely more than my Linda. Yeah. My Linda's 26 years old. She's old. But like, I don't think I've completed 13,000 miles in two years with, with that. No. That's mad, really, isn't it? So, but like, yeah, that's I'm, crazy. I'm, less, I'm less appreciative of that one. Because they're so big and they're in the ocean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they have to travel that far the, for food because they can't like stop. The Wave might take them. Do you know what I mean? That's cheating, isn't it? You know, like when you ride a bike, you, if I say I cycle 10 miles, did I? Do you know what I mean? I might have cycled three miles and let my legs sit there for a bit. Do you know right, what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. basically what a whale's done, isn't it? Take get in the current and then just go. Oh, okay. Well, I'd like to see you swim 13,000 miles easy. I, I could float it. it. I could float it. It's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, but they're heavy, aren't they? So they're not just going to like... I'm heavy. <laughs> but are you as heavy as a humpback whale? No, yeah. but... <laughs> but <laughs> my point is... All right, yeah, it sounds cool that they're swimming all that way. Are they? Well, yeah, because... Are they? Well, yeah, because yeah, they'll be down deep waters at points and stuff. To feed, yeah, granted, but ultimately, I could do the same. You couldn't. I could, could. not swim 13,000 in a year. <laughs> Look... This is what I'm saying. I couldn't swim 13,000 miles in a year. You couldn't float 13,000. Yes, I could. No, you could. Yes, I could. No, you, the you couldn't. not that strong. The current isn't Get me on a current and I'm going. Miles in a year. Yes, honestly, you get me. You might get. Start floating on my back and I'm going wherever going life down. wants to you're take just, me. Sinking. I'm not sinking. I can float very well. Float to survive. It's what you do when you uh, fall off a boat, right? I, te- I teach my kids this. So you need to star float on your back. And I guarantee you... Over the course of a year, get me on the right current, and I'm doing it. You'd get like a couple thousand matches. Not no, 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 no. I would do like back. I would do more than the whale. No, no, no. no. I would do more than a whale. You wouldn't. Are you you mad? That's not impressive. But they're going to set places, so they're not just like sitting there thinking, "We'll see where the wind takes me." They're so sometimes they'll have to fight against the current and go with it because they obviously go to the they spend the summer in the polar <laughs> and then they spend winter at the equator so if they I don't know they think oh it's time to go to the equator they're going down there but the current say no back to the polar yeah they gotta fight it yeah get me on a current and I will do more I will no you Come won't I will next no. year's challenge <laughs> yeah you've done That's the marathon it. this year 2024 swimming 13,000 miles and running between Mexico and Canada yeah yeah. easy it sounds like a nice year I've got between Mexico and <laughs> <laughs> no so that one the hummingbird's impressive the, no, the whale isn't the whale, is. the whale isn't impressive 13,000 it lives in the ocean mental. it gets on a current it's not swimming is it it can lie there and move it's not it's not do you ever just see them like just flowing no they're swimming well, how do they sleep? What do they do? When they go, 
Yeah, they, they, don't they? they go like face up. Yeah, and kind of just. Well, that bed. seems counterintuitive. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really. Well, it does. Like just no. lie flat, and you get to move yeah, along with it. Whole life lying flat. So what if they want to? Is it like up right? Bit, you know? No, that must be like a bit. You know, like when you get like underwater vertigo and that. Like we walk upright and then we go that way. They just do it reverse. Yeah, it seems a bit weird though, because I feel like in the ocean you can just sort of lie still wherever you want to be. Why do you need to go upright for it? So that you don't get lost. Comfy. Anyway, so a monarch butterfly. They can travel around 2,200 miles a year. Jesus. For a little butterfly. That's more impressive than the whale, straight off the bat. Yeah, because it's a butterfly. But yeah. Like, the whale more is still impressive. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Go on, tell us about the butterfly. So they rely on the Earth's magnetic poles for navigation, travelling to the same trees every year. Okay, that's incredible. That is. Oh, yeah. You can't argue with that. Man's got a magnetic location device. They can do... Around 265 miles a day. What? Well, now I'm thinking about it, actually. You're going to say it's not impressive? It's not impressive. Why? Because it can glide in the wind. No, it can't. Yes, it can. Not a butterfly. Do you ever see a butterfly? Stick your wings out, and it's getting in the wind, and it's going. Get it on one of them jet streams. Do you ever see a butterfly doing that, though? No, they're always flapping. too fragile to just be in the... Be like that. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sound effects as well. Did we all get that? Yeah, no, it's like, no, it is. That That is impressive. But now I'm thinking about it. Is, is it? Yes, when it is. <laughs> when I was um, trying to find some more information on all of these, I'm pretty sure it said that there are usually thousands of them together. Oh, yeah, there's like tens, tens of thousands, of, thousands yeah. it, like, of meters in the sky. There's tens of thousands of Hold on. The atmosphere. Hold on. So isn't that just getting onto an air current then? No, because they're above it. Hmm. They're, but, yeah, they're, they're really up high. In the atmosphere. Hmm. Yeah, they go really high up and there's uh, millions of them together and they all go back to their same dedicated tree it's, year after year. It's mental seeing the pictures of them though. Like when they're in yeah. the trees, because yeah, it's literally them. just just cover the trees, orange, like leaves and that. Yeah, like that's pretty seen, cool. Have you seen um, like one of the David budgies and things? Oh, butterflies. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. like you know like budgies in Australia when oh, they all yeah. go on the tree. Go ahead, go on. But no, yeah, in one of the David Attenborough documentaries, it was it showed it and stuff, and it was just crazy. Like with the behind the scenes bit of them trying to film it, they had like zip wires going between all the trees for the cameras and stuff. Oh, sick! Yeah, wicked. It's actually my idea of hell being surrounded by that many butterflies. What? Why? Horrible. Flapping around in your face and... Ooh, no. Butterflies are nice. Yeah, they're for yeah for nice to look at from far away. But they're not, there's nothing wrong Don't with them. Don't go and like, slap the tree they're on then. They'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just get in your face and... No, don't like it. Right, you're talking quite specifically about the Stratford Butterfly Farm. No, I'm talking about all butterflies in general, but yes, Even the butterfly that has farm traumatised isn't bad, me. Though. Have you ever been harassed by a butterfly? Yes. Yeah. That's sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Yes, both of that, you. There was one in there that just wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, done. No, no, no. In the wild. In the wild. Not in the butterfly farm. In the butterfly farm, it can happen because, yeah. believe it or not, yeah. there are butterflies there. In the wild, has yeah. it happened? Yeah. What, go on then. Costa Rica. I had, um, I think it was a blue morpho, actually, which is a pretty sick butterfly. Yeah. It just kind of wouldn't leave me alone for a bit. And then I just kind of went like, go on then. Right, <laughs> it flew away. <laughs> what, what what happened to you then? One got trapped in my car with me once. Oh yeah, you told us on the last no, episode actually. No, as I was driving, that one's in my light fixture. <laughs> this one was in my car with me as I was driving. Yeah. And I've never squealed so much normal. For a butterfly. Yep. Makes sense if it was like a wasp or something, maybe. Yeah. But not a butterfly. Oh, a wasp don't really bother me. But so, butterfly oh, no. does. What do you mean? What do you mean? You can't be slagging off butterflies and I'm then enjoy wasps. I'm not slagging them off. I appreciate a nice butterfly. I think they're lovely to look at. But if it comes near my face, I will scream. That's mental, isn't it? And what about a wasp? Whatever. Well, it flies at your face. But I think with wasps, they, if they come near your face, you sort of just stand there and you think, okay, don't sting me, and then it will go away. You don't have any of this with a butterfly. You, you, you're not, there's no fear with a butterfly. Take a chunk out of you. You never know. It might I'd be well, some undiscovered butterfly. Yeah, could you imagine? That'd be like this one giant butterfly one day that just comes along and starts slapping people with its wings. It's like Mothra. Mothra? Yeah. What's that? Godzilla. Oh, oh, <laughs> you, oh, hold on. You made that up? Did you make that up right then? Or is no, that a thing? It's a character. Is it what? You're a Godzilla. There's a thing in there called Mothra. Yeah, it's a giant moth. 
Did you know this? That's awful because moths are moths are far worse than butterflies. Right. And so no, I didn't know that. What? So hold on. Tell me about this. I don't know what this is. What is Mothra? Hey, brosters. Thank you for being loyal subscribers. We appreciate everything that you do. And now we have a membership offer for you. I think you can get ad-free episodes. I heard. That's pretty big. Ad-free is big, but. You can also get your comments looked at so we don't have to sift through the millions. How do you do that? Is there some sort of badge system? There's a badge system, <laughs> a loyalty badge. Boom. Shows up next to your name in the comments. Boom. We read the comment. All this badge talks. Make, I'm going to the badge store. He's going to get a badger. He's going he's gonna to buy one. Didn't earn it. He's going to buy one. He did a fake leave. <laughs> well, I assumed Kyle would know to cuss on the motion. <laughs> All right, let's cut now. That, that's our ad. Character in Godzilla, I don't know. Much. He's actually in the the movie. Yeah, is it? Yes. Yeah, what? Like this giant moth. What? Don't I've think not, it can do much. I've not seen it. I don't think so. Like, I don't think where like Godzilla like destroys buildings and everything and yeah does all that cool stuff. So how big is his moth? Is it like, it's like the same size as him? Wait, is it, oh don't Mothra is the same size as Godzilla? I don't know. I'm not a Godzilla like expert. You're the one that brought it up. I want to hear yeah, the fact because I've, I've seen the film. And he's in he's in the film Mothra. Yeah, gives birth and everything. What? There's like, what? How big is it? Ra Rachel's having a look on her phone, which is annoying because we've obviously got the TV. What is that? That's butterfree from Pokemon, that is. <laughs> and we can't show you because it's on the phone, Rachel. Rachel, you Rachel, produce it. Produce. Oh. Produce. Where? Produce the show, Rachel, oh. with the TV. You want me to put it on TV? I was just going to put my phone in. No. Right, so Rachel just showed me an image of some Pokemon-looking thing that's apparently yeah, it looks in... better than, like, the new film. No, I don't know, mate, to be fair. That's not the new film. What? That's like the originals, like the old Japanese ones. That, oh, right, okay. So what is it, like some big like brown thing or what? Oh, that's just CGI. What is this? Oh, this is a shambles, mate. Oh, Which one is it you're talking about? That one there? Yeah, like that. Rich, go click on that one. What is that? Moth. That's awful, mate. That is... Oh, no, Rich, press the one above it. Yo, that one with the one? dinosaur in it, yeah. Look at that. How big... Is that is that in size comparison? Yeah. Godzilla, yeah. Wait, so hold on. That what we're looking at there is that how big it is in comparison to Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, could you imagine if they were a thing? Mm. That would be the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. Imagine the swarm of the butterflies that do like the massive migration, everything. Yeah. That size. That's disgusting. I I would. What an awesome world that would be. Could you imagine? Yeah, like <laughs> butterflies and moths being that big, where it was like ter pterodactyl size. Era? The what? Carboniferous era. He's saying words again, Rich. What's it? Good few What's hundred million years ago. Yes. Insects were massive. Oh, like um, the <coughs> like the Arthropleura. That was a six. Yeah, one of them things, isn't it? Um, what is it? What, uh, what are the ones in Ark? I've told this know. before that I don't know anything else unless it's in Ark. I don't, I don't um, know what's in Ark. You know the big bugs chase you and that. They're mad annoying. You get keratin from them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so like, stupid. The Carboniferous. You had. Um, Spiders that were like oh giant yeah the uh, Ar Aranio, Aranio, Aranio. I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah, they had like scorpions as well. Big massive ones. Like yeah, two three feet. Pullman Scorpius, that one. Yeah, yeah it's in it's in Ark. There's quite a few prehistoric <laughs> scorpions as well. Um, so yeah, no, like I'm not about that. I'm glad insects have actually gotten down to a smaller size. I think that's much yeah, better because visit. Look, I, I think insects are cool and I think they're underrated. But at the same time, I don't want them to be the same size as a bus. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see... No, seeing an Arthropleura would be sick. No, it wouldn't be. Uh, I don't want to see Arthropleura or whatever it's called. Just I don't want to see... What is it? Arthropleura. What is, no, but what is it? Uh, six foot millipede. No, it's disgusting. Nah. That's disgusting. No. Yes. We don't need that one of them cool. back in the UK or whatever. Back. No, we don't need that. Keeping it as a pet. That is outrageous. A six foot millipede. Yeah, it's fine in Scotland. Isn't it? Disgusting. In Scotland? Well, it's, Scotland's moved a bit since then. Oh, right. There's fossils there, yeah. Like, oh, uh, God. Stuff. No, that sounds absolutely horrendous. And I would never, ever want to see anything like that ever in my life. Mm. Have you got any more, Rach? We're gonna. We're, what was that one we were even talking about? Was that a butterfly? Yeah. All right, go on. Then. You got one more. I've got one, but it's not amazing. So bear with me on this. Well, oh my god, I've got two. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Bonus. Woo. Go on, then. Ready? So the leatherback turtle. Um. Will so I haven't got much information on this one actually. Good. It awesome. goes about six thousand miles across the Pacific Ocean to feed on jellyfish. 
Nah, it's rubbish, that one. Sorry, mate. Because the current's again. Yep. 6,000 miles isn't 13,000, is it? From a humpback whale. But it's still more than you. It's more than the 2,000 or whatever that the butterflies do. Leatherback. Is leatherback, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Biggest turtle. They turn up in the UK from time to time. How do they get here? Tell me how they get here. Swimming. How do they get here, Jacob? They swim. Via what? Via what? Water. Tell me. What it's sort of... No, what is it? Oh, no, no, we're going to clarify this. We're going to clarify it. do with the Gulf Stream. What's, what was that word? Um, Say that again. No, right, so I'm just no, going to talk about finding Nemo. Gulf Stream. Yes, for, no, find no, it in no, Nemo. You you're in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes past the turtles and the turtles are all in the... What are they on? Yeah, they're all, I'm about to say it. They're all in the current. What's it called again? Oh, my God. What is it called? Finding Nemo. No, not the film. There's They call it... There's a current, isn't it? Don't know. What's it called? Carry on. But that doesn't mean that they're not travelling it. You have to still appreciate that they're travelling that far. Whether they're swimming or not, they're still travelling that far. I've got no problem with the distance. I have a problem with the factual side of it. Because they're not swimming. Yes, they are. Maybe okay. not in Nemo. But I, didn't I, I don't think that's quite realistic. <laughs> 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 what sort of, no, what is that called? It, it's got a name, it's hasn't it? And they're like, hey, dude. And then like... An Australian... Yeah, I can't remember what it's oh, called. The great, well, yeah, find it for us, good lad. Um, but what I'm saying is, it's not impressive. The turtles, the ones that find themselves over in the UK, they get here via the Gulf Stream. Okay, but that's fine. But they're still actively moving and still going through the current. Whether they're swimming, they're being pushed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not fully. Awesome. Yeah, it's, they're, uh, they're being pushed. It's the East Australian current. The East Australian current. That was very boring. We didn't need to know, <laughs> did we? Go on, uh, go on, mate. So, if, say they're doing the 6,000 miles, and yeah, they're in the current and whatever. It's just not impressive. No. Yeah, it is. It's just not, is it? But they could still actively be swimming, like, the 5,000 miles, and then that extra 1,000 miles they're being pushed. Or thing. they could just be swimming it, but just the current's helping them speed-wise. Yeah. Like, they're still swimming. They're just speed boost. Speed boost, yeah. so they're not even covering half of it, would you say? Or no? Well, I'm changing the subject now. I'm going to salmon. Go on then, salmon. Now, these are impressive. Okay, and you're going to be really currents. underwhelmed here because... They use currents to get around the sea. <laughs> yeah, but these go bigger distance than all of them. Rach, tell us how far they go. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> what do you mean you haven't got that? All I have is that they do... Well, salmon go far? Approximately 250 miles against the current. But I think that's from when they are leaving the ocean yeah, they're back going fresh water yeah right is that it yeah so they spend most of their life in the atlantic and the pacific ocean and then back to the river where they were born where they would then give have babies and where they die i don't actually know how far the whole thing is it's quite a big distance though it's going to be a massive distance yeah what i can appreciate about salmon is they have to jump over stuff when do you see a humpback whale jumping over stuff they breach Admittedly, they breach. They enjoy that, so, but they don't have to like fight their way up rivers, do they? Do they? Uh, they're just telling the yeah. salmon that they have to do that. Yes, they do. They, they, they do fight their way up rivers. What? Home about whales when they get lost in the Thames? <laughs> yeah, whales are in the Thames and stuff. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. Yes. we have to show them the way out, though. <laughs> That's the problem. The salmon don't get out either. Yeah, they do. What, in the Thames? No, the bears have them. No, well, well the adult salmon don't. <laughs> yeah, but no combat whale has to run a gauntlet like a salmon. Do they? Well, the salmon's actually quite impressive. The humpback whale isn't that impressive. What it does is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. fish. To be fair, do you? Are you a fish yeah, man? Yeah. Awesome. No. What about you, Rach? You uh, fishy sort of? No. No, I'm not for me either. Yeah, like fish fingers and that, and yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping. I'm hungry as it is. Yeah. Honestly, like earlier, I'm just going to dub you in. Earlier, we were writing the, the show and whatever. His stomach sounded like a whale. I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to eat some food. <laughs> but like, honestly, it wasn't it. Your stomach was going mad. It wasn't as bad as like during my A levels. So, it, what? During my A levels, it oh. got pretty bad during the. Oh, and it was all quiet and that, and your I stomach was going mad. And it was the loudest I've ever heard my stomach go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, honestly, I sat next to him thinking, what on earth is going on here? Now, don't forget the sponsor of this podcast is MPB, the largest global platform where you can buy, sell, and trade used photography and videography equipment. It is a fantastic website. So if you are looking for DSLR cameras, 
action cameras, drones, whatever suits your need, get over to mpb.com, sort yourself a deal. Guess the animal noise. Dun, dun. Oh, wait, yeah? Yeah. Should we, do that? Should we try that again? No. We'll see. All right, never mind. <laughs> Slowly getting a jingle. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, we seem to change it every week. one, it'll have a full-on jingle. Yeah, we'll come in with like a band and everything. <laughs> little marching band in the corner. Right, we got it. Are you are you ready to go? Ready. Yeah, we're ready. Like let's guess the animal noise. Jacob's Jacob's giving it to us. Uh, let's see I what he's got. A chance of getting this actually. Well, I'm interested, mate. Let's uh, let's go for it. Three, yeah. Two. two one. Go on. Ooh. 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 It sounds like a re- uh, amphibian to me. Okay, I don't know what that is. Uh, that's interesting. What is that? Okay, so to me, sounds amphibian. Sounds like a frog sort of thing or a toad sort of thing. Um, yeah. Then it started doing something at the end, and I was like, oh, no, it threw me a bit. So uh, I'm going to go with my first initial sort of... Do I do I have to be, like, hyper-specific? To your first guess, no. Okay, so I'm going to... I'll just... <laughs> I'll say frog. No. No. <laughs> I think it's some sort of, like, cricket or something. Okay. Like... More bug than frog. Yeah. Is that what? What is that? Are you trying to cheat? No, I'd say crickets. That was a, that was a guess. Oh, you just so, going for cricket? So cricket or frog? Neither. Neither. Okay. Give us a clue uh, then, mate. It. It's a bird. It's a. It's a bird. Yeah. That was a bird. Yeah. Oh Christ! Why do you think I picked it? Well, yeah, it's a good one <laughs> to be fair. But you know what it is, yeah. Like when I when I when I first heard that. Mm. I thought frog, right? Because I've heard frogs that's, make. That's why I picked it. Yeah. yeah, and then it started doing some like off? noise, and I was like, "Oh Christ, what is this?" Um, yeah. Oh bloody hell! It's not. It's a bird. Seagull. Yeah. No. Seagull. <laughs> oh, I need to. Gull <laughs> makes that noise. <laughs> well, I don't know birds. That would be like a horror so show. I'm Seagulls not... making that noise. Is it a big bird? Is it a small bird? It's um... not that big. It's like kind of small, medium size. Is it a popular bird? You meant to get one clue per game. Yeah, you try and get too many clues here. Yeah, there's loads more birds than me. This is like yeah, last time when it was a very specific bird. Um, okay, this is difficult. I don't really know what to. to I'm going to go for like a uh, snipe. No. I've uh, never even heard of that. Woodpecker. <sighs> no. <laughs> God's sake. Uh, right, go on, then. next clue. This is hard. It's quite like rarely seen. It's mm, kind of like. Bloody hell. Uh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Not Kingfisher. I've got it. What? I've got it. Gone in. Um, Gone in. Niger. Yeah. Get in, man. (laughs) Let's have it. You see that? Flashed it. Niger. Niger. I got it. I've heard that before. I've heard it before. So Mm. buzz in, mate. Congrats. Yeah, shove that. What? Yeah. Well, we'll that's that's good by me, Anna. Oh, yeah, no, it is. Say congratulations for getting it. That's, that's the whole you. point of the game, though. No, it's no. it's got to make it difficult. It. Can't put dog in there and just work, woof, yeah, dog. Well, you can't have that, that, can you? But I'm never going to know what a nightjar bird sounds like if I don't know what a nightjar bird is. <laughs> <laughs> so nightjars are actually really cool. Do you want to just get a little quick Google? Because for the people... Um, watching or listening at home um night jars are the same sort of if i'm getting this correct night jars are in the same family as tawny frogmouths am i thinking of the right thing i'm not sure but i would say yeah i am there i am look at that that's a really cool looking thing um what is that that's a different type. that's that's not the one this yeah, this one here. So the the one I was looking at a minute ago that sort of looks like a tawny frog mouth. Um, where is it? Is it gone down? I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a they're a really cool looking thing. We get them in the UK. That one on the branch, Rach. Press that one. So that looks like a tawny frog mouth that you would find in Australia. But we have these. I think they're related in the UK. A really cool looking bird. Cool sounding as well. And Rachel's going on to some dodgy oh, websites. Awesome. Nice one, Rach. No, it's just the... Um, well done, producer. It's about the nightjar. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Go on, then. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, nightjars, really cool-looking things. You can only find them in the summer, right? Well, they're here uh, all year round. I can't remember. I don't actually... I think mainly summer, but, like, you're not really going to see them, though. No, true. They're really cool. There's they sort of lie on the cam- ground and that, isn't it? Yeah, proper camouflage. Really cool Against looking thing. Against tree, they disappear. That was a good one though, mate, yeah. uh, for the sound. That's a really impressive one. And I'm really impressed by myself for getting that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm huh? impressed as well. Yeah, that's really impressive by me. Well done, me. Um, Rachel, yeah. shambles. But what can you expect? Okay, what's what's um, the score now? I'm hoping that everyone can also 
understand with me here that I don't know what night driver is, so therefore do not know what they sound like. <laughs> yeah, no. fair enough. Yeah, the score. Just, who who got? So I I went last week. Did anyone get it? I got yeah. I got Gliscus. You got Gliscus. Yeah, yeah, good. So you're on two. Yeah, I'm on two. You're on one. Yeah. Yeah, shocking. Now, do you, do you know what? It's all right to be fair for Rich. Like, it's a good effort, I suppose. Yeah. You've done, done, done all right there, uh, I think. Have you? No? Yeah. There are conservation concerns. Are you still going? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> still looking at the uh, Nigels. They're on the red list, are they? Yeah, amber. Oh, oh yeah, I see that amber species on the red list Lots for the... habitat. Yeah, it's not very good, eh? It's no, not very good. Not good for the Nigels. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Right, let's move on. Next one. Well done. That noise was a good one. Yeah. Nice, good challenge. Hopefully you got that at home. If you did, that's really impressive. Well done. Yeah, Nearly as impressive yeah. as my shout. That were amazing. Oh, can you believe... Yeah, but you needed a bunch of clues, so it's not so impressive. Yeah, if you got it with uh, no clues, that's well, really good. Well oh, done. Yeah. Next one, Rach, this is... We need you again, Mrs. Producer, please. Right, we've just caught a mid mid drink. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so the next one, I saw an article the other right. day. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was waffle. So we're here to slag it off. Now this article was talking about the seven rarest UK animals, and we're going to go through it. Right. And I want. We're basically going to dissect why it's not true, or some of them are true. Okay. So we're on this article here by the Metro. Big up. Um, and you can see. It's going to get taken over by adverts. So yeah, we're, we're not going to keep you on the screen, don't worry. But Rachel, can you read out what the first animal is on this top seven rarest UK animals? Black foxes. Black foxes. You ever seen a black fox no. in the wild? I've heard rumours of them, but never seen them. Rachel, you? No. Okay, black foxes, I'll give you this. Very, very rare in the UK. It's thought that there could be only a handful in the UK at one time, maybe five, maybe ten at one time. They're extremely, yeah, it, extremely it rare. It says here that it's been sighted five times in the last five years in the National Fox Welfare Society. Look, how rare is that? No, yeah. That's incredibly rare, extremely but rare. For like a list like this, they're not their own species. No, and this is what annoyed me about it because I thought that was a massive cop out because yeah. you could say, like, what about an albino wallaby? Do you know what I mean? Like black squirrel or something. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, that's not. Yeah, it also says that the black fur um, is it's, it's basically a normal red fox, but it just carries a rare genetic defect that means the fox retains black color. Yeah, they're melanistic. Yeah, it's, it's just like, okay. Black foxes are very rare, but ultimately it's a red fox. It's just black. Okay, it's a red fox. So that red fox is common animal. Yeah, just in a in a different form. A different. And you can make that about anything, right? Which is really annoying. Like we yeah. we have black adders in this country, black European vipers, right? And we have white wallabies, for example. We've seen them, filmed them, yeah. and there were other things as well. That like I was chasing an albino squirrel in Warwick uh, yeah, last any, year. Any animal, really? Any animal like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Or like melanistic, right? Yeah, for sure. Rage. What's the next right. one? Next one is red squirrels. Waffle. I was just when we were just talking about the colours of the fox. I was just about to say, does this mean that grey squirrel and red squirrel are the same? But I thought no. they were different. They're completely different. Yeah, they're different animals. Yeah, grey squirrels are from the USA. Thank you, America, for that. Oh, cheers. And uh, the red squirrels are a native animal, and they've been pushed out by the non native gray squirrel they're also a lot smaller yep and smaller and much cuter much cuter and just daily habits and stuff are completely different yeah so they can sort of like be right at the very tops of trees whereas the gray squirrels can't because they're a bit heavier yeah. um these have got really cute tufty ears as well yeah. really lovely and obviously they're red they can like have shades of like gray and stuff as well um depending on where they are in the world so like in sweden they look they, the red squirrels can look a bit gray just because of like snow and stuff, and basically oh, yeah, camouflage. Yeah, essentially. Um, but the red squirrels have come over to the UK and just decimated this population. So they used to be found all over. Yeah, it says here that the Forestry Commission estimates there are only one hundred forty thousand red squirrels left in Britain and over two and a half million greys. How is one hundred forty thousand rare? By the way, compared like, to what it should be, that is rare. It's it, you can't use the word rare. You can't. It's not rare, is it? Yeah, but you could ask so many people in this country and hardly anybody will have seen a red squirrel. In England, I would classify a, a red squirrel as rare. In Scotland, But yeah, if no. you're talking well, about yeah. the UK, which they are, I would say not rare. Yeah. But yeah, if we're talking England, about England, yeah. yeah. England, absolutely, because you can find them on like on the north, yeah, northwest coast and stuff. Sort of. Yeah, they have them down Literally south on the island, island on Brown Sea Island. Yeah. yeah, now they're really lovely. I love them to bits. Red squirrels are fantastic. Seen quite a few in Scotland, but ultimately, it's not rare. Stupid. I don't know why it's in this article. 
It's silly, right? You could mm. say it's rare, though, for, like, the general public, like, sightings. Cause I th- mean, the general public, a flipping like, badger's rare, isn't it? Anybody where we are now, you go and ask them, I guarantee the majority will never have seen a wild red scroll. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair enough. But again, they probably haven't seen a badger that's not dead on the side of the road. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a higher chance of a badger than red scroll. Yeah, possibly, but they're not in this location. So I think that mm-hmm. is, it's right for that. Like you well, said, yeah. same with a few other things. Right, next one, Rach, what is it? Pine Martins. Pine Martins are rare. Yeah. And they're elusive as as well. Hard. Fine. They are, Pine Martins are rare. So they were sort of made extinct in England. Um, but yeah. carried on in Scotland, and the population's not very big. I think max 5,000 animals, and that's like a high-end yeah. estimate as well. It's like, it's in Scotland, rise, it's on the rise, yeah. but um, it's one of them where it's like, they are rare, but their rarity is doubled down by the fact that they're so elusive yeah. that, that you just won't see them. They're nocturnal. Yeah, unless you're at a hide, you're yeah. not seeing them. Not seeing them. It's so hard. Although we say that, actually, we had a bit in Scotland last year in the summer, what did we see, mate? Well, we actually were. We, we saw a pine martin. Well, potentially. You don't believe me. I ha- Well, I trust you over me yeah. just because I've got bad eyes. Or at that time, I had bad eyes. I didn't have my right glasses on. So as mm. in, my glasses weren't right for my face. So it, I couldn't see very well. Everything was blurry. Excuses. Uh, <laughs> so we'd just been filming otters on the Isle of Mull. Yeah. And we were driving to then go and try and find some eagles. As we were driving, this animal, in my head... Came out from the verge, saw a car come in, ran back in the verge. From your head, what did you see? It did the same thing. Right, okay. It came out, saw us, popped back in. Yeah. But you said it was an otter. I I didn't think anything of it. You were arguing, no, 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 it's not a pine martin. But I was like, no, like the coloration, everything, completely wrong for an otter. It was a pine martin. So, and I, I would probably agree with you, right? In, in Not on the basis of what I saw, because I thought I saw an otter, mm. but because you were so confident in the fact that you saw a pine martin, and I know at that time my eyes were not good. Yeah. And I was like, well, if he says it was, he's probably right, because your eyesight's really good. Well, yeah. Like, you see a lot of stuff very far away, and I'm like, I don't understand how you've done that. Now, I've got proper eyes. I can see colours on animals that fly past. Do you know what I mean? That's how bad I, I my eyesight was. glasses took colour away. It, I'm telling you it did. It, <laughs> no, honestly, it blurs it together. How would you know? You haven't got bad eyes. Like, <laughs> like uh, it, it blurs colour together. So it's like you, you just can't, can't tell. It's yeah. rubbish. What didn't help with uh, like the credibility of me saying it was Pine Martin, though, was when like the first few people we said about it to said there was no Pine Martins on Mole. Yeah. They, how mad's that? Mm-hmm. They were saying to us, there's no Pine Martins... Uh, on the Isle of Mull. Well, yeah, and and there, but then there was that one guy who came back and yeah. showed us where there were like populations on the island, and we were in one of them. Yeah, we were literally where they were supposed to be. Like, there's only supposed to be a handful on the island, mm. and we think we may have seen one, which is really interesting. Yeah. So I've seen one from a hide, um, which was really cool. Loved it. I absolutely love them. I think they're wicked, cool. and they are definitely a rare animal. It Next says- one. Oh no. Go on. <laughs> it says that they're being reintroduced into the woodlands in Wales. Yep. To help out the Red squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, hopefully they will eat all the grey squirrels. Yeah. And uh, save the red ones. To expand on that, they've reintroduced them into the Forest of Dean in England and um, the neighbouring forest in Wales so they can join and, yeah. like, be together and expand their territory and whatever. But interestingly about this, what they found from the, the England reintroduction is the grey squirrels don't identify them as a threat. They don't understand that the pine martins are out there to kill them. So they just sort of look at it and think, what's that? It's coming closer. It's coming. I'm dead. Do you know what I mean? And um, the grey squirrels just don't understand that the pine martins down there are, are, are out there to kill them. Mm. So that could be an issue, though, long term. It, it might be. Because the pine martins will get used to there being squirrels, so they don't have to, like, hunt, really. It's more yeah. just they just rock up and start feasting. Well, the biggest problem with that, actually, is um, people's gardens and people leaving out food for the pine martins. So then oh, they, they yeah. definitely don't have to hunt. Do you know what I mean? It's like once the squirrels are gone, though, they'll find it hard because they will have grown up not knowing really how to properly hunt because they haven't had to. Yeah. Well, I suppose at that point, do you try and then reintroduce red squirrels well, back got, into that area? No, oh, yeah. They've got quite a few, yeah. <laughs> they've got quite a few, but pine martins definitely make it a comeback in England, definitely, especially yeah. the Forest of Dean. Really interesting to hear about the grey squirrels getting nobbled by them because um, they don't understand what they are. Next one, Rach, what is it? Scottish wildcats. Scottish wildcats, mate. Mm. Is that a picture of a Scottish wildcat? Yeah, uh, yeah they are Scottish wildcats, yeah. They just look like house cat. That's the issue. 
Yeah, that is the issue. Go on, Jacob, tell us about it, mate. Well, as you can see in the picture there and everything, they are literally identical, pretty much, to our normal house cats and stuff. And because of that, they're breeding with them. Yeah, they, so, they got angrier faces, I would yeah, say. Yeah, they do look a bit like moody. Yeah. But, yeah, they're breeding with our pet cats. And yeah. It's kind of ruining their population Yeah, just a little bit. Mm. Some people think that actually purebred Scottish wildcats aren't a thing anymore. And they've just disappeared. Or if they are, like, it's extremely, extremely rare. Extremely rare, yeah. Just because of that whole, they keep um, hybridizing with domestic cats and creating what they call a Kellis cat. Yeah. Which is um, not very good, can't lie. But there are reintroduction programs happening. The Highland Wildlife Park yeah. has got a reintroduction program happening in Scotland. And they're going to be re- released this year, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, how cool that. is that? So we've got, yeah, Save the Scottish Wildcat campaign. Um, it actually says there there's less than 100 left in the wild and I think that's that might be an overestimate to be honest but um, yeah it's the Highland Wildlife Park this year going to be re-releasing some Scottish wildcats back into the wild how sick is that that's Man. awesome that's yeah. amazing isn't it aren't they coming back to England as well soon yeah so there's plans to, there's anyway. plans to put them on Dartmoor yeah yeah and Awesome. Cool, isn't it? Like, get them back, man. Sneer to me. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. That'd be cats. sick, isn't it? Like, stuff like that, I find wicked. And yeah. yeah, by the way, definitely a rare animal if it even exists anymore in its truest form. We do not know. What's next, Rach? Mm, uh, sand lizards. Sand lizards. Very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I will doff my hat to you. Do, what is it? Doff. Dop. Doc. What is it? What is it? You know, it's like, I. <laughs> what is it? They go like that. Like, what? Dip. I don't know. Is it doff? I don't know. Who cares? Doff means... I don't know. Food, isn't it? I have no idea. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sand lizards are very rare. You can only find them in a couple of places on the south coast. Yeah. Um, extremely rare and very elusive as well. Awesome looking, though. What are you going to say? Anyway. Rachel does this thing where she goes... <gasps> And then just doesn't say anything. I was speaking and I actually thought, I'd best read this before I speak. Go on then. And then you called me out. Um, they're protected... No, they're not. You can find the sand lizard on protected heathland sites in Surrey, Dorset, Hampshire and protected Merseyside dune systems. Yeah, they are extremely so, rare. That's only a small area of it's the UK. Very, like it's very small. Area. Very, very small. We actually had the privilege to see a few of these, yeah. in not in the wild... But we went to Celtic Reptile and Amphibian, which is uh, a couple of young lads who have set up like a, a sanctuary or like a potential rewilding yeah. sort of, it's a bit of both, zone yeah. um, where they've got all these like reptiles and amphibians that they want to re-release back into the UK. So they've got certain things that were here that went extinct, like yeah. the European um, pond turtle, pond turtle, more frog and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. um, Ascalapian got snakes, Ascalapian snakes, grass snakes. They've got lizards. Uh, galore frogs everywhere yeah. it's wicked really cool place and we saw some of these sand lizards beautiful things yeah, they're out basking it was... they're out basking but even then because they're not very big even then when we sort of got close they legged it yeah. so you can yeah, imagine trying to do that in the wild yeah, absolute yeah. mission have we got another one um, what have we got next Rach yeah, water voles is next I don't I don't think that's rare it's ratty it's ratty yeah, yeah. ratty from the wind and the willows so water voles Really cool, really cute. Basically, a small beaver, mm. and they're not they're not rare. They've had a big decline. It's, yeah, the Wildlife Trust considers the waterfowl to be the UK's fastest declining mammal. And the reason is just habitat loss. Habitat loss and the American mink. There we yeah. go, Rage. Nice one. Yeah. So we got an invasive species called the American mink, which is an animal anomaly. So they've yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> yeah, cheers, America again. So they've come over. Uh, from fur farms basically they've been escaped from fur farms or let free mm. and they've sort of like taken over the waterways smashed up the water voles because mink just kill everything they're absolute savages absolutely destroy everything yeah. and water voles is top of their list but water voles I wouldn't say rare on a number on but a number no but yeah they've declining. definitely declined absolutely they're, they're declined. slowly making a comeback they are after loads of efforts yeah because i'm pretty sure mossy earth didn't they sort of have a help in trying to yeah, re-release them so, in yeah. cornwall or something like that was it I think so. yeah it's been a big reintroduction down by me yeah yeah so it's really cool and hopefully that carries on yeah. um but i don't know about rare I, i'm not sure if i'd go with rare his but eyes look fake what, what, I mean, what was that? His eyes look fake. It looks like he's been squ- like squeezed or something. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like it's someone's like, just grabbed him and like like give him a cartoon. squeeze. Mm-hmm. Bless it. What's yeah. next? Um, the common cookie. It's not rare. It's not rare. I'm not having it. It's not rare. Again, though, you could say it's rare for sightings. Because like... Mm. Go to any sort of... 
Go to any golf course in the summer and you will hear a cuckoo. You hear them, but you don't see them. Yeah. Come we, on. No, I feel like you definitely don't hear them as much as you used to. But that's that's declining again, like the water voice. Mm, it's in a decline, right? And that's fair enough, right? But it's they are not rare. But I would say maybe this is made for people more in bigger cities. That oh, yeah, if you're in a big city, you're not seeing any of these animals. Yeah, right. so they're going to class it as rare, aren't Imagine they? cuckoos at Richmond Park. That'd be wicked. <gasps> there probably is a couple. Uh, I can imagine there would be, yeah. Um, no, I think you are right there, Rach, to be fair. It does seem like it's aimed at a, a different audience, maybe, because yeah. cuckoos aren't rare. Well, we live in the countryside, so most of these... We've probably had encounters with. Yeah, yeah. at yeah. some point. Yeah. And I'd say we're quite adventurous people, you two more than me. Yes, absolutely. Um, but for people that live in the city who don't really... Their holidays are more to, like, the beach in Mauritius, they're not going to come into contact with a cuckoo. No, yeah, not into contact with way cooler stuff if they're going there. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Mauritius. Yeah, I was fussing. Um, no, no, I, I totally agree with that. And, look, it's it's whatever, right? I just don't think cuckoos are, are that rare. I just really don't. It's not... It's yeah, not, but they're one of the rarest birds in this country. Are they? Yeah. They've declined by, like, over 60%. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You can't just say they declined sixty percent. Now they're really rare because yeah, the, if they've declined sixty percent from ten, all right, fair enough, that's rare. But like, yeah, if but it's declined sixty percent from like ten thousand, uh, they've declined that much. But they they are now one of the most endangered birds in the country. Yeah, fine, got no problem with that. So it's not rare. It's not rare. One of the most endangered birds, and they are quite rare. It's not rare. They could be rare in the future. Not rare, mm, is it? Yeah, we got a number for it, Rach. We got a number or no? Is there no numbers from? What do you mean? The cuckoos. How many numbers? It dropped by 65%. Right, good. That's, <laughs> well, that's what I just said. <laughs> good. So we don't actually know their population, um, which is whatever. That's fine. I can find out if you want me to. Uh, if you can have a little search, we'll talk about some actual UK rare animals. And the first oh. I've got on this... No, no. Some of the ones on there were quite Some rare. of the ones on there are rare. Yeah, exactly. Some of them aren't. Red squirrels are not rare. Well, no. Seeing as well, yeah. Cuckoos aren't rare. They're doing Cuckoos aren't rare. Oh. Okay, cool. What, Rachel, what have you done I here? don't know. How common are cuckoos in the UK? Yeah, you, you, you try and find UK, yeah? Right, where am I? There's only one in the UK. What? What? I think it was oh, that's species. species. Right, yeah, <laughs> so one species. The, only one the common cuckoo. cuckoo. So while, while Rachel's going to find an actual, an actual like, firm answer, here's a couple of animals that I've got and their populations um, that are definitely rare. Mm. First one, Asclepian snake. Yeah. Very rare. Like less than 100 of them. I mean, in England alone, there's probably less than 10. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and we've got the biggest population, haven't we? Or has Wales got bigger? So Wales has got two populations. It's got um, the north and the south of Wales. I think outside some like zoos or something. I can't. Yeah. I can't remember where it is. Holton Bay, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And London's got Regent's Canal mm. outside the zoo. Once again, wonder yeah. what's happening. And um, these sort of like parade around this area on Regent's Canal, up and down the canal. Really cool, but. You're talking less than 100. And they're dying out there as well now. Yeah. Less shame. Than, but I mean, less than 100 over the whole thing. But yeah. in, in Regent's Canal, it's, it's, it's got to be less than 10. Has to be. Less than 10 or 15, 20 maybe. Because it's, 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 they're it's not there. 10. It wasn't too maybe. hard for us to find one. 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 Yeah, but we, we were only there for like a couple of hours. It won though. Yeah. That's what it is. Think about grass snakes. How many grass snakes have you seen in your life? Probably about three, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we found one of them. Yeah, true, true. But as far as the population goes in the UK, less than 100, if that. Mm. The next one, smooth snake, uh, an extremely rare uh, snake we have in this country. It's quite small in comparison to the others. And you can find this in Dorset, Hampshire, Surrey, Devon. Population for that, uh, there's no real sort of firm numbers, but yeah. less than a thousand maybe. And it's in the same sort of place as the sand lizard. You just yeah. don't see it. You ain't going to see it. It's extremely uh, again, rare. We got to see one of them. Uh, we did. Yeah. One was of the only snake. three in captivity yeah. in the UK. How cool is that? What was that? Sorry? Smooth snake. A Celtic reptile and amphibian. They were trying to breed smooth snakes mm. and they had a little baby one. Yeah, it was tiny. Uh, yeah, it was just so small. Yeah, yeah really. And um, it was. One of three in the UK in captivity. Mad. Rare, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how they managed to get one. Honestly, I have no Crazy. idea. But so it's so rare. What are they planning on like bringing them to then potentially one day put them back out? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's their goal for like all the stuff they've got is right. to hopefully one day be just able to re yeah. Yeah, rewild these reptiles and amphibians. I'm all for it. I think it's wicked. No, yeah, it's It'd be good to get them into a chat, actually. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, have you found an actual number, have, Rich? Yeah. So there's... This isn't rare. There's 18,000 pairs... Come on, come but on! It, in two thousand one, they were put on the UK conservation 
No, they weren't. <laughs> they were made red on the list <laughs> to say that they're endangered. But they are also globally threatened with big declines in breeding. You two are getting confused with endangered losing population decline. 18,000 I'm not getting confused I no, Breeding no, no. pairs No, no. We well, understand what it means 35,000 birds And you think that's rare You'll be sad when there's none I will be <laughs> sad when there's none But right now there is 35,000 Yeah But they're still classed as one of Britain's most endangered birds That's not what I'm saying I'm saying rare 35,000 Yeah but you're saying isn't rare. confused I'm not I'm just saying You are because you're saying my the wrong fact. thing still No well, you're, No you were saying my fact was wrong so well, th- no, I didn't. I said that. What? Fight me. I said <laughs> that decl- you can't use the declining. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about rarity. How rare these animals are. They're becoming 30. Oh, they, they are becoming rare. They are becoming rare. But 35,000 is not rare. Right. I thought you were going to speak. Why do you do this to me all the time? Yeah. It's compared to other birds. Right. Mm, Imagine how many some pigeons birds. there are in the UK. Oh, I mean, come on, behave yourself. We're comparing a cuckoo to a pigeon. Yeah. What do you mean? Anyway, silly behaviour. So he says that they um, have gone off the website now, so I'm going to have to try and remember it. But um, they are declining because of their food. So it says here that they eat insects, especially hairy caterpillars, but the caterpillars that they usually eat are not being found as often anymore, so they're running out of food, which is why they're declining. But other than that, they don't have a specific reason for declining. Yeah, it's pretty mad, actually. It's quite scary. It's not like they're being eaten by something else, or it's not like they've sort of been cold or whatever mm, yeah. but it's literally that the hairy caterpillars are leaving not very good yeah they just thought sick of this <laughs> oh not one of them cuckoos again I'm going rubbish here innit don't blame them I'd do that <laughs> right next animals we got beaver less than 100 in England alone they were extinct yeah, they were extinct yeah 400 years yeah they were so, um, so they went extinct in the 1600s yep and through like hunting and we wanting to use their anal glands and then uh in 2008, beavers were sighted on the River Otter in Devon. And from there, a trial came about to see how they would sort of like, how they would fare on the river and how they would react and all that sort of stuff. It came to be that they're wicked. They're doing quite a good job down there. Doing an amazing job. But as yeah. far as like beavers are concerned, population-wise, less than 100 in England by far. Like it's probably, again, 20, 30 maybe, um, that aren't in enclosures. Okay, so we're talking specifically wild ones. Scotland's got about 300, 400. So, yeah, rare animal, especially in England. Next one, white-tailed sea eagle. Less than 500 of them in the UK. they were extinct here, though. Were extinct here. Good job as well. When was it, like the 30s or something like that? Last last 100 years or something, wasn't it? Yes. It was a while ago, wasn't it? And then, around like, yeah, the 30s or 40s, the last one died. Reintroduction started happening in like the 70s, and there's now 500 individuals or less in yeah. the UK. Snowy owl. Now, this one, Cute. ridiculously rare. This is like, not like this a, ve- a resident. <sighs> They'll kind of just pop over every so often. So, the thing with this, though, the problem with saying, like, because they're supposedly a vagrant, right? Mm. Same as the eagle owl. Yeah. The problem with this is there's a snowy owl that lives in the Cairngorms. That's its home. It lives there. And it's been there yeah, for a few years. The Cairngorms... <laughs> <laughs> the Cairngorms is subarctic. It's the only region in the UK that's subarctic. It's very cold all year round. That snowy owl's there. It loves it. Mm. Um, and there's been a few more spotted in Shetland from time to time. They get blown over from the, the United States and Canada and whatever. And they come into Shetland. Yeah. But that one in the Cairngorms has been there a few years. Really, really cool. Um, but population-wise, population, less than 10 in the UK. Yeah, but that's that because like they are vagrants. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean like permanently residing in the UK? Permanently residing in the UK, less than 10, absolutely. Might only be one. Oh. Extremely rare. Oh, but he's really lonely. Yeah, probably. probably. Maybe he likes it. Yeah, he could do. Maybe he came over here to get away from the rest. You yeah. never know. <laughs> he just had enough of them. Yeah, just like walking around, flying about, thinking, you lot are knobs. I hate yeah. you all. Oh, horrible. Yeah, I'm it's going. Really I'm not coming back. You're horrible to me. Do you know what I mean? And then find his way maybe, in the Cairngorms. Yeah, maybe his family can we see him over the summer. Or yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, just visit. Being vagrant. Still alive. I wonder know. how Jimmy's doing. Do you know what I mean? Go see him. Going on holiday in Scotland. we have those 10 come. That's his mates coming over to make sure he's okay. <laughs> he sort of immigrated a few yeah. years ago and then they're all coming over and being like, how's it getting on, mate? You all right? Yeah. Yeah, is everything okay? Well, he's I like, I love it here. Mate. 
Because that would be really sad if he's by himself. I think he is by himself. There's only been one recorded in the Cairngorms for the last few years. So, yeah. Really cool bird, though. Fantastic bird. Awesome looking bird. Rarer than that article. So there you go. Red squirrels, not rare. Snowy owls, mate. Well, that's where the rarity's at. So what do you think about that, guys? Rare? Um, yeah. yeah. Good? Mean, they're pretty rare. Can't right. really argue with that. Yeah. Good. I think that's where we're going to have to end it, guys. We're uh, at a time limit here. Right. So well done, everybody, for the podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, smashed it, Rich. Well done. You did a good job there. Thank you. That's all right, Jacob. Yeah. Well done. Did I do a good job? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you did all right, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. Not too bad. Thanks. Yeah. We fell out, but it's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll go Over again what? next time. Over, Over the rarity time. of animals. What do you mean? Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we did. Can't really argue with that. No, you can't argue with that because I was right. Uh, again, so was like I am... No. Yep. I think, guys, we're going to have to disagree to... No, agree to disagree on this one. Because you're both going to just... I'm right, though. No, you're not. I am. Who's on the uni course to do wildlife Oh, stuff? yeah, you can't even get the difference between rarity and endangered. No, I wasn't saying that. Say, I didn't say they're the same thing. You've got your wires crossed. No, I haven't. Uh, right, we're ending it. <laughs> I was we're ending it. Fact. Thank you all for watching no. and listening. No, See you in the I next one. Fact. All right, bye then. See you later.